Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of To The Moon. And I'm super happy today because my boy Jared is with us. Um, guys, this podcast is such a, an incredible journey for me personally, just selfishly, just saying this, because I get to see all these people that when they first got started with us, you know, had, had, had one experience with this business of real estate investing and then literally moonshots after that. And Jared is one of those individuals. So Jared, welcome to, to the moon, bro. Your story is so inspiring and I cannot wait to share it. What's up, bro? Where are you at? I'm in uh, Virginia right now, man. I appreciate <laughs> you having me here, bro. Of course. Of course. Good to see you, man. Uh, and, and it's not just you working in the business, right? You, you're, you're, does your significant other work in it with you as well? Yeah, she does. She helps out a lot. She's a huge backbone for me. And um, she's been mostly helping me with the stuff that I'm doing right now. Um, but as of this week, she's actually going to start doing agent outreach on her own as well in Charlotte. So we're going to roll Amazing. out the market. Yeah. Amazing. So we fast forwarded here. Let's rewind us back to the start. Jared, how did you even come to find out about real estate investing, wholesaling, the the blue man himself? Uh, how did you come to Astro? Like, what what is what was your journey here, brother? Yeah, so I met my fiance now, who we met at a job that we both worked at in a grocery store. And you know, when we first met, she's talking about how she wants to be in real estate, like she wants to be a real estate investor. And at the time I was just playing baseball and my dream was to play professional baseball. So I was, you know, playing college baseball and focused on that. And she introduced me to this concept of real estate. And so we sat down one night and she wanted to own rental properties. And so we were like, well, you know, we're working at a grocery store. How do we go from there to owning properties? Right. And, uh, so we sat down one night and went on like a binge on researching it. Um, you know, how do you get started in real estate? How do you build up to that? And we came across wholesaling. I think Jerry Norton's channel came up. Um, Great guy, by the way. I love Jerry so much. Jerry's uh, awesome. Pioneer in this space. And so good person to come across right out the gate. Very much. Yeah. Him and Max Maxwell were like the two. Great. Both of them are incredible human beings. Very, very, very cool guys. Yeah. And um, so we just binged it. And we started out trying to wholesale using like on market stuff that Jerry teaches and picked up some traction, like got some stuff locked up, never sold anything though. Like I had to cancel some contracts and, you know, I wasn't running my numbers right and making mistakes, you know, as everybody does when they get in. And, um, you know, then I came across Brent Daniels and wholesale hotline. And so I was looking at it and I was like, you know, I can keep doing what I'm doing. And Which was what, what were, what were you specifically doing at the time? everything <laughs> okay like just juggling trying to juggle everything dude i would do you know a month of on market stuff and then i would hear brent talk about you know ttp and i'm like all right let me get on the phone and start cold calling sellers and then i did that for like three months and then we did direct mail for a while and so it got to a point where i was like you know i can keep just trying to do you know everything or i can focus on dialing down on something but i need guidance you know, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm making mistakes and, you know, I wanted to shorten the learning curve. And that's right. when, you know, I came across like your astro flipping as the blue genie, like you said, and stuff like that. 
and uh, something resonated with you there and you decided to to you know join in with uh with the astro fam and it's been uh, an incredible journey for you in there um but you just like you know what i wanted to highlight a couple key things here that you say jared that i think are really important i want the audience to pick up first you guys are working at a grocery store and the audacity of you guys to work in a grocery store and then think of how, to, how the hell are we going to get out of here? No, that's exactly the kind of thinking that you need to get out of that situation, yep. right? Wherever you are in life right now, whatever's going on in your situation. I mean, I've had, I've had some terrible jobs, but no matter what, no matter what situation I was in, I was always looking ahead. I was always looking up to see where am I going to get to? And my current circumstances were never, going to tie me down to what I believed was possible for me in my future. And so congratulations on having that mindset because immediately right there, you won the game because you decided, no, it, this isn't, this isn't us right now. This is what we're doing to survive. What's us is where we're going. And so huge, huge kudos there. The next thing that I think is really important is what's symptomatic of a lot of people who get into this is trying, you know, 30 different things, right? Like, Oh, I'm going to hire a VA or oh, I'm going to get this list or oh, I'm going to do this or oh, I'm going to do that or oh, I'm going to do this. And it's, I'm going to have PPC. Oh, I'm going to go get bandit signs or oh, I'm going to go do some direct mail. And it can get really expensive because if you are spending money on any of that, any look, paid marketing can work, but you have to pay consistently and you got to go for a long time and you got to build up a pipeline and you have to have a really good, robust follow-up system as well as some infrastructure in place in order to be Johnny on the spot when the phone rings. And not a lot of people can do both, right? They, they invest in making the phone ring, but then they can't invest in handling the lead once the lead gets in there, right? And so um, you decided enough is enough. I'm going to figure something else out. I'm going to do this thing, you know, that, that Jamil says is, doesn't require paid marketing. So, so what was your journey then? You get into astro flipping and, and what happens? So we joined in May of last year, right around a year almost. Amazing. Like a year and two weeks. <clears throat> Happy year anniversary. Yeah, thank you, bro. And uh, so we joined in, and I told my fiance we were unemployed at the time because of, we got laid off from COVID. We were working at a warehouse, and they laid us off, so I had a lot of time on my hands. And I told her like, I'm, I'm. This is all I'm doing for like a month. Like I'm, I'm gonna lock myself in a room, and I'm just gonna go through it. And um, I mean, just like everybody else says, and everybody says it because it's true, the mindset part of the course really altered like a lot for me. You know what I mean? Like it really brought a lot of, of stuff to light where I was like, wow, you know, I didn't realize how much mindset affects everything. Mm -hmm. And um, so I focused on that. I, I, I don't want to say I rushed through it because I took my time, but I did crank, crank it out because I was like on a mission. I was like, I want to. Yeah you know, I want to really get going on this. And, um, you know, I took, I wish I had it on me. I, we just got moved in here. So it's packed, packed in a box somewhere, but I had like two notebooks, like just jammed with, with notes from the course. Like I was taking notes on everything and, and, um, three weeks in right around when I was on the third week of the course, I got an MLS deal under contract. And ironically, we sold it over list price just because it was, it was a hot deal in a hot neighborhood. Right. And it was, it was, a, it was, a, it had been newly listed, right? Yeah, it was on. So the way it worked was we offered on it right when it hit the market and somebody else got it. And then their, their offer fell through and the agent called us up and was like, are you guys still interested? And I was like, yeah. 
because like, I had told them beforehand, like, look, if this falls through, give me a call. You know, and they asked, and we were like, let's do it right now. And uh, so we, we locked that up, and it was for um, 116 is what we locked it up at, I think, or 114, and we sold it for one. And where was the deal located? Richmond, Virginia. Richmond, Virginia. Awesome. Yeah, so you lock it up at 114, yep. um, and then what happens? So I called up. Uh, I had a small buyer's list at the time because, like I said, this was week three, so – you know, I hadn't had crazy amounts of hours put into building my buyers list. So I probably had a couple hundred guys, but no one that I had really built like a serious relationship yet. So I called agents and one of the agents uh, that I got in contact was actually one of the first guys I talked to was a really big agent in the area. And I was like, Hey man, I have this deal. You know, we just got it under contract and I'm looking to assign it. And I'm like, do you have any buyers that might be interested in it? And he's like, yeah, me. And I was like, all right, like, he's like, send me the details and I'll go walk it and, and bring my contractor. And we were asking, uh, 135, I think. And he ended up saying, I'll buy it 130 right now. And I was splitting it with another wholesaler at the time. So I was like, all right, let's do it. Amazing. So your first deal out the gate, you make what? 15 grand, almost 14,000. Yeah. So we double closed it. So after double closing it, I think we made like 14 and a half, like 14.5. Incredible. And then, yeah. and it just snowballs after that, right? So then how do the wins keep stacking? So honestly, for the next, so that was in, we closed that in July. There was a title issue. So closing got delayed, I think two or three weeks. And we closed it, I think it was July 27th. And we did another deal. So I did one more in August, closed that one in September. And then... So between July, when we closed that first one, and December, we did six deals. One of them was a package. So I, I guess it's really five deals, but we sold six houses. Um, and it was, it was kind of slow. So we were averaging like a little over a deal a month, maybe. And um, But it was, I mean, it was life-changing, dude, because, you know, you have to understand we were going from making 15 bucks an hour, you know, yeah. what I mean? to working 40 hours a week. So you're talking like $25,000 a year tops, you know, right. and just make 10,000 more than that, you know, and in, in like half a year tops. And um, after that, I kind of sat back and was like, you know, what's working? What's what is because it was inconsistent. You know, I would get a deal and then another month would go by and I would get one more. And I was like, how do I optimize this? Like, how do I take this and, and make it consistent? And uh, I realized agents, dude, that's where it was. It was all the success I was having was all real estate agent related. Cause I was trying to micro flip at the same time. And I had like multiple deals locked up and none of them closed because I wasn't doing things right. You know, I was like, uh, I wasn't staying on top of it and the deal would fall through because I wasn't communicating with my buyer the right way or whatever, or, you know, my relationship with the other wholesaler wasn't there. And, um, and I was like, it just seems like I'm having much more, uh, I'm, I'm just building better relationships with agents. I'm having right. more success with that. So I just kind of doubled down on it. And then, you know, you made the pivot from to into agent outreach and, and how did that unfold? So I started uh, using, you know, the KPIs that you talk about, like, Hey, talk to 50 agents a day. And um, I was doing it all through text because I just felt like I was having more success with that. Like I started out cold calling them and, had some really good conversations, but I was struggling to hit 
you know, 50 contacts a day for whatever reason. And so I sat there and I was like, I'm getting a lot of responses through text. What if I call up the agents that respond to my texts and do that? And I'll talk to, you know, I'll be able to reach out to more people that way. And so I started focusing on that and that started piling up, you know, and for the first three months or so that I really doubled down on agent outreach, I made that decision in September. So from September to December, we did three deals. So it was like awesome. one of them. Okay. And after that, dude, you, Brent, Pace, you guys all talk about it. You have to be consistent for 90 days. If yep. you're consistent for three months, 90 days, it's going to happen, dude. Yep. And that's what happened. You know, from, from September to December, we did three. January, we did five. February, we did four. Just, just like that, dude. It like exploded. Because you, you started building up the pipeline, right? You, it takes time to create the follow-up sequence in order to have those agents bear fruit. That's the thing That's I right. keep telling people. It's that, look, the, high, the money is not in the high. It's in the high again. It's right. not in the high. It's in the high again. <clears throat> Guys, write that down. Tattoo that on your forehead. It's true. The money is not in the high. It's in the high again. How many times do you end up having to follow up with an agent before they provide a deal? Oh. I would say, so I know I can give you an example. I had one agent that I followed up with, I think it was 18 times and they didn't even respond to like 75% of those messages. I would say the agents that I have done a deal with, I've probably followed up with them 10 to 15 times minimum between each deal. I would say more than likely. And I follow up usually weekly, sometimes bi-weekly, depending on, you know, how active the agent is sometimes mm -hmm. a month. It depends on the agent. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, it took a while to build that up. Like it, it really did. And our average is eight to 13 follow-ups. <clears throat> so your numbers are right in line at 10 to 15. So, or, or, you know, slightly higher than that. And that's, that's average, right? That's how many times you're going to have to communicate with and follow up with an agent before they're going to provide you an opportunity or give you a deal. Um, but you have to be following up in order to show up when they have the opportunity available. If you're not following up, that deal's going on the MLS or that deal's going to another buyer, right? You have to be so consistent with your follow-up with that agent that you are ready and 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 there the moment they have that opportunity available. And that's what you've been doing. And so, so you do a deal September, October, November, December. You do three deals in that time. <clears throat> and then, boom. January, you do four deals. So what were the deal sizes, you know, from September to December? So I want to... While you were building up. Yeah. So deal sizes, this is interesting. The deal sizes from September to December were averaging like 10,000. 10, 15,000 was our, like it would be, you know, 10,000 on average. And then we would hit like a 15 here and there. So what happened was I met a buyer that bought, I had a package deal and he bought the package. And it was like smooth, like real smooth. And I was like, okay, I like this guy. I want to build a relationship with him. And right at that same time, I read The Go-Giver, which I think Brent had mentioned it on Wholesale Hotline. And I was like, you know, it's like a, I don't know, maybe a hundred page book. Mm -hmm. And it's, pretty, it's real short. Yeah. I mean, I read it in like two days maybe. And uh, dude, that, that like was another huge mindset shift. Like the value that you provide is the value that you get in return. And so, you know, I sat down with that buyer and I was like, dude, the deal that we did was like seamless. And that's what, cause I had other deals that were not 
close to that way. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think you remember on, uh, I did a live call with you once on the, um, the live calls that you do. Yes. Where I had two buyers flake out in the scene. Yes. You were stressed out, bro. Yeah, bro. I was really stressed because that agent had sent me like multiple good opportunities. And I was like, dude, I don't want to lose this relationship. And it, it that's like scarcity mindset. Like I've grown, you know, and, and realized that like, it's not as big of a deal as I thought it was at the time. You know, I can still, you can always smooth things over after a little bit of time, even when you have to cancel, if it happens, you can always recover, yes. you know, with an, with an apology and integrity, but exactly. you know, that said, yep. Yep. That was a, that was a huge. So when I read that book though, you know, I went to that buyer that had closed that package deal and I was like, man, I really want to do more deals with you. And so what needs to happen, you know, for us to do that? <clears throat> and he's like, I just need to know that it makes sense for me. I have a formula that I run. If it meets that formula, we're good to go. And so I asked him like, what's your formula? And he gave me, it's, it's similar to, you know, what most, so instead of like the percentage of ARV that you talk about in Astro, usually works out to right around the same number, but he'll do like, you know, he'll ARV times 92% minus repairs, minus profit, his desired profit. And usually as long as it's not, you know, a full gut, it's right around 70%, which is what yep. Richmond's market is that you, that you put out right. there. And, um, and, you know, we, so he did a couple like that and it eventually got to the point where I don't even have to offer an inspection period anymore because what he'll do is he'll go in there before I even write it up. Like he'll tell me, hey, you know, if you can send me the address beforehand to make our offers stronger, I'll go into the property beforehand because he's a licensed agent. So he can mm -hmm. go in through the lockbox, look at the house and then tell me, dude, this is my buy price. Negotiate whatever you want off of that. And that's what we do. And it's kind of like reverse wholesaling. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I've noticed since narrowing down my buyers list, because there's other buyers I work with as well. Sure. If you but dude, I've done it. I'll put it this way. Beforehand, I was probably working like 60 plus hours to get a deal minimum, minimum, like probably closer to 80. And nowadays it's like every week I'm getting a deal now and I'm working like, this is going to sound crazy. And I don't want, like, I feel like when I say this, it makes me sound uh, like lazy almost, but I'm only working like 25 hours a week at this point because family time is, is super important to me. So I'll work like five hours a day hard. I think I lost your sound. That's sorry about that. And how much money are you going to make this month? Only working 25 hours, 25,000. Wow, dude. It's <clears throat> awesome, dude. It is That's, awesome. That is. And, and, and then, and last month, what did you make? Uh, 32,000. And what are you going to make next month? between 25 and 30 probably so you're consistent now you're getting to a point where you guys are doing 25 to 30k a month uh yeah. how much is your marketing spend every month zero hmm. <laughs> interesting so so would you say that focusing on an act an activity like agent outreach really understanding your numbers really learning how to comp really dialing in on developing buyer relationships doing it the hard way which is what I, 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 I look guys, I'm, I've never told anybody what I'm going to teach you is going to be easy, but it's going to work. It ain't going to cost you an arm and a leg. It's going to cost you time and sweat and sweat energy, but it's going to work. 
and 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 you get what you put in right you you put in the consistent effort you dial in your systems you get your follow-up cadence correct and then you start to develop relationships with the appropriate people in the in the space that you're working exactly the way that you've done you get the result right so if there was anyone out there just getting started in wholesale that's like floundering right now that's you know in the whole thousands of dollars in in you know a paid coaching that's you know where the people don't show up or whatever what would you suggest for them to do so I, I get asked a lot, like there's people in the Astro community that reach out to me now. I'm very grateful to, to be, you know, recognized as somebody that can, can value or uh, provide valuable information. And, you know, I'm really grateful for that. And I always tell people the same thing. I say, look, you know, just because agent outreach works for me, you know, you might like micro flipping where you might like, um, you know, maybe, maybe you're a big direct seller guy, but I tell people like pick what resonates with you pick whatever makes sense for you if agent if, if working with agents works for you which to me i think it's the best way do it and the reason i think it's the best way just for disclosure is because of the repeat business that you get the right. relationships that you can build like you talk about monique walker all the time that relationship alone provides you so much value and because you provide her so much million dollars a year yeah. i wouldn't if i if i didn't have to do any other job if i didn't have any other relationships i just worked with monique walker and my four sticky buyers that that constantly buy houses for me i'd make a million dollars a year i could live on a beach anywhere i just decide i want to do more than that that's right that's it dude that's how it works for me like so i always tell people pick one one strategy that you can stick to every single day for however many hours you can put. And that's another thing too, is a lot of people ask me like, how many hours should I be working? How many? And I always say it's, and I've heard this from you and this is why I say it, whatever you can do consistently. You know what I mean? Like I, I, cause I get a lot of guys that, you know, I'm, I'm doing like 12 hours a day and stuff. And I'm like, but can you do that for 90 days in a row and not get burnt out? You know, because if you can then do it for sure, if you, you know, if you're that passionate about it, if, you know, if you have that much time to dedicate towards it and it's not going to interfere with anything, or I shouldn't say that because you have to sacrifice some stuff, but you know, as long as you can, you can still do what you need to do and work 12 hours or whatever, then do it. But for me, like I do five hours because if I go, if I do an eight hour day, five days a week, it builds up, dude. Like, it's like, you know, I, I want to be spending time with my family and stuff. So I know I can sit down every single day and do the same thing for five hours. So for me, it's pick a strategy and do it every day for however many hours you can consistently do it for. And you're going to get results if you're practicing and you're improving. You know, like if you refine it, you're going to get better. Are we having you at the mastermind this time? When when is it? On June 13th, the 17th, I think it is. I don't think so. You got to be at the next one, bro. Yeah, no, I told, um, I can't remember his name. Somebody reached out to me from your team and was telling me about it. And I think because we just moved, it was just like a, a rough spot. Bad timing. But no, yeah. I'd like to have you be, I'd like to have you there because there's, I think you're at the point now where, you know, going from 25, 30K a month to 50, 60, it's that next leap. And uh, it's going to take you, it's going to be require some more infrastructure to get there. For sure. I was telling and- uh the CPA that I got from prime corporate services from you guys, I was telling him, I'm like, man, I got to 
got to get my business credit going so I can start going out to, to Jamil and Pace's masterminds. <clears throat> well, you, well, you, I mean, you're making the money now. So, I mean, it, that's, that's not even a, an issue. What you really need to do though, is, is start creating this in a way that you can do less than 25 hours a week. That's right. right. I, <clears throat> if I didn't step into Keegley this week, I'm still going to do a quarter million dollars. <laughs> Yep. Like I'm, I, that's the facts. I'm still yep. going to do over a quarter million dollars in assignments and I'm not going to go into the office this week. So yep. that's what you, that's, that's how we get there. Right. It's, it's, it's just growing and, and, and building. But Jared, you are um, such a giver. How do people reach out to you, man? How do people do deals with you in, in Richmond, Virginia? Um, do you want to give out your phone number? You're going to get blown up, but people will do all kinds of business with you. Uh, go ahead and, and tell people how to find you, bro. Yeah, so I'm on Facebook. You can just search my name. It's Jared Etler. Um, is the spelling going to be on the? On yep. The yeah, they'll see your they'll see your spelling. J A R E D. If you're listening to this, it's J A R E D H E T T L E R. Yep. You can just reach out to me on Facebook. I'm not on Instagram because I'm just just lazy about it. I guess like I, I need to be, but uh, I haven't gotten personal brand, bro. It's the next, yeah, it's also I the I next level. Tell, I keep telling my fiance, like we got to get it going. And uh, but, um, what about your phone number? You're going yeah. to give out your phone number. Yes. Yeah. You guys can text me. It's five, seven, zero, seven, six, four, two, four, one, zero. There you have it guys. Hit me your up phone's going to blow up, Jared. <laughs> guys, if you have opportunities, if you have deals in Richmond, Virginia, and you want to, connect with somebody with legit buyers that can make it happen for you, reach out to Jared. In addition, if you are <clears throat> looking at an opportunity and you don't know what to offer on that property, hook up with Jared. He will help you out. That's what this Astro community is all about. It's not just about the people inside our community. It's the people outside that we can bring in and that we can help provide value to. So Jared, congratulations on making it to the moon, baby. I appreciate you, bro. I've been waiting to do it for a while. Appreciate you back, brother. Keep working hard. Keep, keep blasting off. You're the man, homie. I appreciate it, man.